Welcome. You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya. I want to thank you for listening and for subscribing. Ladies, be sure to join every Monday night at 8 p.m. for the Equipping Women's Bible Study. It has been so amazing. And so if you would like to be a part, just register at www.equip.eventbrite.com. Again, that's www.equip.com eventbrite.com. So today I want to jump right in and talk to you about spending time with the Lord. So when you spend time with God, God does so many things. And I believe that there's so many distractions because the moment we spend time with the Lord, everything in our life begins to change. And so as you spend time with God, God begins to reveal himself to you. God also reveals yourself to you. And in that journey, you get to know God more. You get to know more about his nature, more about his character, more about his heart, more about who he is. And I want to jump right into John chapter four, because this is a very powerful passage when it comes to spending time with God or intimacy with the Lord. And so we're going to look at this in John chapter four, And this is in reference to the women at the well. It says here, we're going to start at verse five says, so he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore being warned, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, how is it that you being a Jew ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who's at, who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband for you have had five husbands and the one whom you now, whom you now have is not your husband in that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither worship here. You will neither worship this mountain nor in Jerusalem, worship the father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews, but the hour is coming and now is 
when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Oh my goodness. This is so good. This is so powerful. I'm sure you may have heard this story before about the woman at the well. Of course she goes and she drops her water pots and she tells everyone that she knows to come see a man. And so they come to see Jesus. But what I want to pull out here, when we look at the woman at the well, imagine if she stopped at the first conversation. Imagine if all that happened was the very first verse in verse seven, it says a woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. And so the longer that she stayed there and spend time with the Lord, the longer that she stayed there, they begin to go deeper in conversation. And in this conversation, so many things are revealed. And in the end, he reveals to her that he is indeed the Messiah. And I want to just tell you, don't stop praying. Don't stop at the surface level. Keep going deeper into all that God has for you. And I want to tell you in the kingdom of God, as a believer, as a part of the bride of the body of Christ, there is always more God wants to do in you. There's always more God wants to reveal in you. And so you have to lay aside every distraction and begin to pray, Lord, teach me how to wait on you. That has been my prayer. Lord, teach me how to wait on you to wait in the presence of the Lord, to spend time with God. And we see in this verse that he begins to break down things to her. He begins to tell her about living water. And so revelation and the power of God and everything that you need comes from his presence. And so as you're spending time in prayer, God wants to reveal himself to you. He also wants to download certain revelations and things that he wants to show you. And also we see in this passage that he begins to tell her, go tell, go call your husband. And then he tells her some things about herself. He says the you've had five husbands and the one you're with now is not your husband. And so they begin to go deeper. They begin to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And they begin to have communion. And this is what it means to commune with God, where you sit and you wait on him. And can I tell you that prayer is not just you talking. Prayer is also you spending time to be you taking time, spending time to be quiet and to be still and to listen to what God wants to say to you. And as you listen, you will begin to hear his voice. As you listen, you will begin to see him in a new way. And also God takes us through certain experiences in our lives so that we can get to know him more. And so I just want to share with you some very practical things as far as spending time with God. Many of us, we have to set time in our schedule. It's not religious. It's not legalistic, but it helps you to be disciplined in prayer. So if you have a set time every day, that's going to help you to spend time with God. Also, you want to cut out distractions. And so you may have to turn the TV off. You may have to say, okay, for five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes or for 30 minutes, 
I'm going to leave my phone aside. I'm going to set my alarm. I'm going to begin to pray and be still and be quiet before the Lord. Third thing when you're spending time with God is you can write down some things. You can take a journal. You can write down what God is saying to you. And also fourth point, whenever you're spending time with God, you want to find some things to be thankful for, find some things to be grateful for, and you can begin to thank God for who he is. You can thank God for all that he's done. You can thank God just for whatever comes to your mind, your testimony, the things that God has brought you through. And so also when you're spending time with God, you can spend time meditating on the word, going over the scriptures, just beginning to allow the word of God to seep into your heart. And what some people may do is play some worship music in the background. Sometimes I'll play worship music or I just have complete silence and quietness. And so whatever helps you to just kind of stay focused in prayer, I want to encourage you to spend time with God because the woman at the well, she didn't just leave after the first conversation. They had dialogue, they had communion. And in that God would begin to reveal his heart to her. He began to show her some things in her own life. And so when we come into the presence of God, God begins to show us things in our own lives and he begins to work in us, to change us and to purify us and to cleanse us into who he's calling us to be. And also when you spend time in the presence of God, boldness comes forth because the same woman at the well, she dropped her water pots and she went and told everyone about Jesus. And before many theologians believe that she went during this time of the day because nobody would be at the well and maybe she was ashamed about her five or six you know, husbands. But after this, she dropped her water pot and she boldly went and told everyone, come see a man that told me everything. And so we have to understand that as we're spending time with God, God will give us his peace. God will pour out his heart. God will give us boldness to go forth and to do what all that he's calling us to do. And so I just want to encourage you because um, there is so much that comes from intimacy with the Lord. And when you have intimacy with the Lord, you also begin to have identity. You begin to identify who God is. You also begin to identify what's going on in your life. And God wants to reveal himself. And he does that as we make room for him, as we place him as priority as we place him in preeminence. And it's not easy to do, but we have to do it because when we spend time with God, that's how we really get to know him and we really get to know his heart. And so I just want to uh, say a prayer for you, for everyone that is listening to this podcast. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father, that you would clear out and remove every distraction. God, we come against every hindering spirit in the name of Jesus. God, we just declare today that you have preeminence, that in all things you have first place. God, have mercy upon us when you are competing for our attention and our focus, God. There's even a war on our time so that we um, are not losing so much time in the day, just wasted time. God, I pray for discipline, 
discipline that we will spend more time in your presence, seeking your face, oh God, because you desire to pour out your spirit and you are God who desires to commune with us. And so, Lord, we just love on you. We thank you. Oh, God, we thank you that as we spend time with you, you're taking us deeper and you're taking us higher. And I pray for every person that may feel stuck, every person that may feel stuck in their prayer life, in their walk with you. Maybe they're in a backslidden state. God, I just lift them up to you right now. I pray, Father, that you would meet them where they are. And I pray, God, that you will show up and show yourself strong and show yourself mighty and ignite a new fire, a fresh fire on the inside. Oh God, stir up a greater hunger for you and remove everything in our lives that comes to steal um, our time and our focus. Oh God, we just thank you. We love you. We adore you. We bless your holy and matchless name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. I want to thank you so much for listening. Also, if you have any prayer requests, feel free to send those in to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at prayerisbreathing. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And be sure to tune back in next week.